War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this, gentlemen. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to episode 106 of Channel Massive. Thank you for downloading the podcast today. I am Jason. I'm in the His House. Mark Miller, are you in the His House? I am indeed in the His House. I don't know how this more white we can sound. And this one is for my homies. <laughs> yes. Uh, Noah is he's gone not today. In the his house. No, he's not in the Hizzy. He's in L.A. Yeah, he's he's sucking Studio at the teat of, uh, of California. Uh, Activision, right? You, yep, he's um, he's been invited by Activision to play DJ Hero. DJ Hero in the hizzy. So he's getting his, he's doing his NWA lyrics. Yeah, now. no, I don't. You know what? I don't think they have <laughs> NWA in, in DJ Hero. He's just a they're too hardcore. Everywhere he goes, he raps and he rhymes. Anyway, we look forward to hearing back from Noah on his adventures at Activision. Yep, they flew uh, him out. No what doubt about that. What do we have to that? do, Jason? I don't know who, whose whose dick do we have to suck to get get invited and flown out to some of these game companies to Seriously, test out their games? Or just drink some Kool Aid or whatever they have us do. <laughs> I guess we need to start doing some damn previews and reviews. Maybe. Well, if we ever get this new website up and running, if 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 and when, there will be a lot more of that to come. No comment from Julian invited on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the week in gaming. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing a little bit. And uh, email and tweets. Lots of email and tweets to go over, including an epic blast from Blameful Gecko, who, who happens to run our our uh, our, our uh, twin guilds. Twin guilds on. On Age of Conan and Champions Online. Yep. He's the man. He is the man. He is the man. But anyway, he, he went off. He had a little had a little rant to share yep. with us this week. And they're not actually our guilds. They're just guilds that we, we well, were not invited ours. into. Right. <laughs> we, we, guilds, just, we just happen to be a part of them, and, and they're a part of us. We are proud members. <laughs> um, and then we have a little blog Osteria, which I guess isn't so much of a blog Osteria. It's more of... Some some blog post today that just set me off a little Rubbed bit. Jason the wrong way. It really did. In fact, I'm kind of rubbing it right now. Anyway, uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. We'll talk about. Uh, I say we talk about what we've been playing next. So, Mark, I will, uh, I guess I'll just let you go first, uh, in this segment, because I know you had a rough week at work. I had a rough week. We have a, we have a 
They have a data center where I work that was threatened by the flood in Atlanta. Oh man, I've, yeah, so, I've seen the pictures. Of that. so That's we were, pretty insane. We were kind of on high alert throughout that, but everything's okay now. <laughs> on high alert? We didn't know, so we had to do a lot of stuff. Kind so of ruined just, my week. It was a lot of cover your own ass kind of thing? Yeah, CYOA. be prepared like a Boy Scout. So we, uh, so, so yeah, as a result, I didn't get to play many games at night, nor at work, you know, as usual. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's what you do all the that's time, That's what right? I do all day, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so the time I did have, I, I, I ended up, I'm really kind of obsessed with my Champions Online character, so I wanted to just and get some levels. And that is Death, Death Angel? Death Angel. Yes. She's still alive. Force, force, you haven't she's smelted never, her. Never been smelted ever. Wow. She's she was, I, I'm she was around from day I'm one. I'm shocked, of the amazed, pre, uh, surprised. Yeah, shocked, surprised. Yeah, she's she did have her powers um, retconned once right. thus far, which was a really good move on my part because I I buffed up the defense a bit, and changed around the the the. Uh, the, the powers I I had along the same lines all all force powers right got got the block the force block and then the um, those are always handy put my enhancements in personal force field and uh, that's a great great force power explosion. as well and it's beautiful boy it's really cool to just jump into a group of bad guys and force explode them I can't wait to join you it seems yeah. like whenever I'm on I you're you're not on yeah usually I I wait until you're you're off. <laughs> I, you like stock you stock my account yeah. and make sure that I'm thoroughly logged just make off. Make sure. But uh yeah, so I understand. So I kinda let League of Legends go this week, so probably starting to starting well, it a sounds like it was a, kind of a hellish real life. Yeah, just didn't have a lot of time. Of but I got up to I think I'm I'm at level fifteen is all, so you know what you're gonna do. Sometimes you get I was hoping to hit twenty as well, but right, no dice. Um, but that's been really fun, and I've been playing a lot of Drop Seven on my iPhone. Drop is, Seven, what's that all about? It's like Sudoku meets Tetris. Whoa! You get you get these crazy combinations. <laughs> that sounds crazy. It is pretty loco. If, when you first start it, you're like, "Why would anyone play this?" and and then you and then get, it's like a crack cocaine addiction. Yeah, and then you just like you want to get this stream of these like <laughs> these chains. You get chains, and you start to get this point multiplier when you get these chains of uh-huh. things. And like when you get like a seven or eight point point chain, and it's like making all these little musical notes while it does it, you're just and your score is going crazy. It's zen like. So, <laughs> so I've been playing a little bit of that. But sometimes those are the best games. Those little those, stupid casual yeah. games that you sit down and play for a couple minutes at a time. Yeah, exactly. You know, it continues it wherever you leave off, so I'll just pick it up and continue my game. So that's that's been pretty fun. That's been about it for me. Cool. Um, I don't know. I guess we could make up stuff about what Noah's been playing. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's been playing the latest latest Nintendo downloadable content cheerleader game. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, he never actually gets to the cheerleading part because he works on his costume all the time. And he's always trying to add graphical effects. He is a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. He's a Barbie girl. You know, but yeah. So he's been playing that, and then some obscure lawyer game for the DS <laughs> with guys with mullets. Probably, um, probably. Part, you know, business in front, party in the back. No, um, as we mentioned before, Noah's Noah's actually playing DJ Hero. He is actually he's playing probably DJ playing Hero. it as we speak right Being now. Served cocktails by Cabana Boys. And, I know. Uh, 
Yeah. What a bastard. He's having a pretty good time. It could we could be wrong. <laughs> Life could suck. It could, but I doubt it. They may have rerouted him to somewhere. You know, who knows? Somewhere in like Wyoming. Yeah, he's in Wyoming on a dude ranch. <laughs> chewing tobacco and Yeah. Ru- rustling cattle. Rustling cattle. Um somehow I doubt that. Yeah, I kinda do too. So yeah, so he got flown out by Activision to play their game and well, I'll be I'll, I'll be really in, I'll be really interested to hear what he has to say about yeah, it because you, you know we went through the whole thing a couple weeks ago where we talked about the music genre and how you know it was kind of not doing it for us yeah uh, kind of becoming a little bit evolve. boring it needs to evolve a little bit and maybe DJ Hero is that next step doubt it doubt it strongly eh, I don't know. We never know. We may we may get sucked into it just like everybody else. Could be. Could you imagine that? <laughs> A bunch of white boys sitting at the turntable. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two turntables and a microphone. It's true. Two turntables. It's true. Um. Yep. So what have you been playing, Jay? Um. I've been kind of splitting my time between two games. Uh. One has been, uh, Professor. Layton and the Diabolical Box on the DS. Uh, I got a couple more puzzles done. You know what I find, and I, I hate to kind of say this, but it's it's become that bathroom game for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Relegated I take my, to yeah, the potty room. Yeah, I take my DS on the toilet with me whenever I have to do my business, and I and I do a couple puzzles, and and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm still playing it. It's it's like I said before, it's pretty much the same game. Uh, as the first one, there's a couple little bit. Uh, they've added a couple added features, uh, you know, but it's not anything new that you're. If you're looking for something completely new, you're not going to get it. They just, you know, they took that same successful formula, right? And they turned it into a new game. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's still very well done. Uh, but again, it's 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 my bathroom game. It's for potty time. <laughs> it is. It's for potty time. Uh, and and Champions Online, of course. Uh, I've been playing that. If you've been following the Twitter feed at all, you know that Bloodlust Two, the, the Reckoning, Reckoning <laughs> has uh, has achieved level it's the twenty. Name. I've uh, done a lot of the public quests. I've done a lot of the major missions. Uh, he he's turning out to be a very good character. Uh, I think I selected the right power sets for him. That's cool. Uh, I'm a supernatural slash might, I guess, kind of combo, and he, and it works very well. They it's, there's kind of a little synergy going on there. Synergy. Yes. Uh, so I'm having a good time with that. I do have a lot of issues with some of the game mechanics that I'll I'll probably get into later in the show during the Blogosteria segment. Uh, but overall, I'm finding that I'm enjoying the game a lot. I, I I think part of the reason I'm enjoying the game so much is because of all the listeners who are... You know, I just... I'll, I'll log on... Every night I've logged on, and there's like two to three listeners who happen to be playing, and they find me there. Different listeners, right? Yeah. And it's crazy. They'll just That's go, cool. oh, I listen to the podcast, you know, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about this, that, and the other thing? And and we get into a little conversation, and, and that's what makes it, I guess, enjoyable for me, is that I just get to meet some of these listeners that, you know, I'd otherwise, you know, not hear from. So for... 
for those who are um, not like on the Twitter feed, what's your 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 global name? Oh, my global like? name is CM Jason for Channel Massive Jason. I, you're on there as well as Bane at B A H N E B A H N E. Yep. Yes, Bane. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, it's Bane with an H in it. Anyway, I totally dig Long hearing story. from new listeners in that game. It's great always to to hear from people. Uh, we get into some crazy conversations For sure. uh, sometimes. Uh, That's great. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I really I really want to start playing more, actually grouping yeah, with some cool. of you guys. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys are interested in that, just send me a tell, and, and I'm all for, you know, doing whatever. Cool. All right, let's get on to some of our email and tweets. And now it's time for... Um, I think Mark wants to start this out and uh, throw a little editorial comment out there for, for all of our listeners. Yes, um, if you're an actual listener and you would like a League of Legends or Heroes of New Earth Beta Key, please send us an email at mail at channelmassive.com with the password googleized. Because that's what happened to our post. It was googleized and... Uh, Gazillions of people have been signing up for for access to the Channel Massive website, only to ask for in in terribly with terribly horrible English. <laughs> I would I like I, New yeah, Earth Key. It's like, dude, give me the key now, you. bitches. You know, it's like just just great, <laughs> great responses. So unfortunately, we have no heroes of New Earth keys to give away right oh no, now. But we have two. We actually have two now. We have two of those and one League of Legends. If anyone wants to get in on those, just well, there we go. Us. I just I just got tired of these punk asses. So. Oh my god! Yeah, it just it was a deluge of 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 emails. Well, not emails, just comments coming in. Yeah, I had to shut the comments down. I was like, okay, I'm I'm done with this. You know, let's just do something about it. So we, so you actually, you can confirm that we have two. Well, at right least now. I have two, two heroes of the New Earth and one Noah, League of Legends. Noah might have some more. More, and so. So you know, if, if you want some, email us. It'll be a first come, first serve basis. Just put Google we'll get them out in to as you. the password. Yes, we'll or get the, them. We'll get them to you as soon as we can. Yeah, and we'll continue to provide them even if we don't have enough. If you're truly, but make sure you're really interested in them. It's they're basically DOTA clones. Um, they they kind of go in in different directions. League of Legends is more friendly, um, but no less fun. And those is the one of the two that I play all the time. And Heroes of New Earth is a little more hard, hardcore, but uh, it's right. also fun and has VoIP integrated into it for strategizing, as our, pres- <laughs> Some our former president would say. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's our quick editorial note. Sorry to burn time with that, but no, God, it's no, I, I, it Jason, had to be done. Jason locked down the comments on the post where I had originally shown a, a YouTube. Well, that had video. been like we had that post set up back in what, like July, yeah. June, something like that. And it was just kind of like, a, hey, check out this cool game. And by the way, I have some keys. And people just keep on coming. Yeah. They're like, do you still have some keys? I gotta get some. Come on, man. Damn Google. Yeah, so we actually do have some bananas to give away. But you got to email us for it and use the password googleized. 
Um, we have a couple of tweets that I want to talk about. This one comes in from Viral with two eyes. Um, <laughs> he wants to know, says, are you guys looking forward to Blood Moon, which is the update to Champions Online? I bet Bloodlust the Reckoning is looking forward to Blood <laughs> Moon. Yes, I am. Uh, Blood Moon... Well, let's just be perfectly honest here. Blood Moon is going to be a October expansion to go with the whole Halloween theme. Yep. Um, which, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that, you know, they're going to take advantage of the whole holiday uh, theme to add an update. Which is great. They're going to add a new power set, uh, which will be the Celestial power set. Which will allow you to spurt various types of tea at people. (laughs) Yes. No, no, no. That's not what it's supposed to be about. I think it's supposed to be the power of light. The power of... Like, can you play Dazzler? Can you play the Mutant Dazzler? Maybe. That'd be cool. Maybe. Anyway, the... Or like the White Queen. Apparently you're able to use this power to uh, heal, strengthen your allies, and release the fury. Or furry. (laughs) The fury. The furry. (laughs) Of Nephilim. In a battle against evil. I absolutely love the the promo graphic, because it's so comic bookish. Oh, yeah, totally. It's like... And it's pretty cool art, really. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's except for that Batman-looking character in the on the mid right under the coming soon. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And I, you know, let me tell you, I've seen a couple of Batmans already in game. No one is better than Space Ghost. The guy that did Space yeah, Ghost. Yeah, the guy who did the Space that Ghost. Screenshot. One, that I should is put pretty that up funny. on the website. I've though. actually I've got a couple of ones that I'm going to share with everybody. Uh, in fact, I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to I'm going to do a Champions Online post uh, tomorrow on the website that has some uh, funny screenshots that I've captured. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, during my during my playing time, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it looks pretty cool. I'm not, you know, I'm not totally sold on it just because it's a, you know, it's obviously going to be based around a holiday event, and everybody knows Jason, how much I despise them. Jason has a strange. Yeah, aversion to holiday events. Yeah, but always has. Always you know, something. I'll, I'll take it for what it is. It just happens to coincide with the with the holiday. Uh, and that's the holiday where you try to raise raise your dark lord from the from <laughs> yes. the bowels of the earth. Yes, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a, another tweet from uh, Long Ask uh, from Twitter, which says, uh, "I assume uh, he is, he says assumes we'll rap about." Ion, he says, I guess you'll report about Ion's totally awesome and perfect launch. There's a uh, Taja named Pura. Give it to Noah. I'm not sure what the hell that last part means there. I think it's a furry. <laughs> Must be. Um, yeah, Ion did launch this week. Uh hoo I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, if you're Collective into three to five hour long queues... Um, yeah, you know, they, it's not like... Well, I mean, relatively speaking, I guess it's a smooth launch except for the queues and... So, as much grief as we gave Warhammer, they did do one of the coolest things ever, which is where they they were like, okay, 
we're going to have this huge amount of, of capacity requirement at the front end, and then people will gradually discover our game sucks and quit playing it. <laughs> and so, so they were able to, they yeah. create, they spawned like these mirror servers mm-hmm. to where you could log into this one or that one and still, your character would still progress evenly across right. the two, right? So they did that to get past this queuing problem, mm-hmm. the same queuing problem that plagued WoW. That plays was going to plague WoW with the next expansion launch cause, probably because they you know they're pretty steady on their servers but the ability to dynamically like spawn spawn new overlords <laughs> spawn uh, new overlords apparently the NCSoft guys didn't didn't think about that and well apparently not and they you know so there there's a problem there I guess there's a problem with the those uh, the ability to turn yourself into a vendor. <laughs> oh yeah, and just stay AF, yeah, stay AFK all beta, night long. But I didn't know that was I didn't. Uh, oh boy, yeah, yeah. So it keeps you logged on, and you can just uh, stay as a vendor in the city or wherever you happen to be at. And oh well, too bad for you. I I I had to choose. You know, I felt to do justice, I had to choose one one game or the other. When with with the, this whole thing and I, right. I took I stuck with the champions one but well a one of three really because it's Fallen Earth Fallen Earth came out too I mean and like which we will Aeon and talk Fallen Earth Aeon and Fallen Earth came out almost at the on the exact same day right but you know Champions came out a little earlier mm-hmm. of the three you know I was there was kind of no way I wouldn't go with the superhero <laughs> well speaking of Ion uh, Colin Brennan from Massively.com sent us an email. Uh, Starts out... Well, I'm going to start out with how it ends. Uh, (laughs) Says... It's like an emote that says, Gives Noah a back massage. Which I'm sure Noah would appreciate. And again, it's Noah getting all of the love. Noah, Noah, Noah. Noah, Noah, Noah. And... Mark and Jason are stuck here in the frickin' basement. We're just the comedic relief, I'm sure of it. We're, That's all we are. We're just here to... That's all we are. Anyway, we... We, we resent you. We, we, we do. We totally resent you, Getting Noah. flown out to... Bastard. Play anyway, hero. Noah gets the virtual back rub from Colin, and starts out that says, For you fun, fun guys, I think there's an NCSoft representative hiding outside of my house in the bushes waiting for me to come out so he can kick me in the nuts. And it's a true story. Uh, The true story starts out uh, from a, I guess you could call it like a (laughs) pre-review. A pre-review of of Ion. Not a preview, but a pre-review. Called, this time I put the joke of the title before the colon. Uh, And... You know, it's a, it's 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 great how Colin writes. Oh yeah, it starts awesome. out and says uh, some bullet points. Ion soars and takes polish to new heights. Uh, says the game is solid. Period. If games could be graded on polish and polish alone, then Ion is one of the most polished games I've come across in a while. Right from the get-go, the UI is slick. The controls are intuitive. The skills and stats make sense, and everything seems to come together nicely. There are no glaring bugs uh, for all the starting content for both Asmodian and and Ilios sides. The positioning of the quests is well done, except 
except that farm from the Ilios side, that's a bit of a reach there, and the game feels right in this respect. Um, uh, another bullet point is, holy damn, that's some nice environments there. Uh, yes, the game is pretty, we've been over that way too many times to count, plus for being... Even, plus, even for being pretty, the game runs on a huge range of systems. Uh, this team has made sure that almost everyone who wants to play Ion can play Ion. That's a technical feat in and of itself. So that's great. You know, if you're running on, you know, maybe an older system, you know, it sounds like you're not going to have a problem getting to see all the nice little bells and whistles yeah, of the game. It's very, very wowish. Uh, another respect. bullet point. Uh, which highlights some great positives, says, even the writing is good. Who does that? I mean, really, who actually cares to put in a few pages of text to get to a single quest? Who cares about character evolution and dialogue? Apparently, the Ion team did, because the lore is pretty solid. Uh, you've got a world, literally, races outside of the humans, uh, Deva, who are vying for their own type of dominance. A pretty neat rationale for a huge PvP zone, and you can still get down to the lower level and see what's going on for yourself. Uh, you know, so it seems like a, they've you know looked at the lore side of it, and they said, "Yes, we want a really good deep story oh, yeah. to go behind the game." And and I've, I've a lot of the reviews that I've seen of Ion seem to support that. Uh, but the problem. This the is and, and the the, this is where the review takes a turn <laughs> uh, for the worse, and it's it's actually probably one of the most glaring, and it's probably the reason why I have no interest in playing a game like this. Um, so I'll just read it. I, uh, Colin says I've been trying to figure out a way. To put this non-offensively, but I can't find a way to say it, so I'm just going to say it in the most flamboyantly offensive way possible. This game has no soul. Yep, there you go, I said it. And certainly, the last sentence is a bit harsh, but what I'm trying to really say here is that Ion doesn't have any truly endearing qualities. <laughs> it's really odd to say that about a game that has so much going for it. Maybe it's the way the fields are full of brain-dead monsters in a traditional Asian style. Maybe it's the way that the game is punctuated by irrelevant story cutscenes that really say nothing at all. Or maybe it's the way the game is beautifully written quests that are most that mostly just end with, and you can solve all of my problems by killing X. Number of things. Insert generic enemy here. Certainly that last part could be aimed at any MMORPG, but it just seems painfully obvious in Ion instead of melding in like it does in other games. And so, as a result of this... Yeah, I, and, and there's this been has several been like, white unmarked vans surrounding right. Colin's house. Yeah, and, I'd, uh, I'd watch your back. Occasionally the, the red dot of a sniper rifle has been been known to flicker across the windows or any other area that's open. So, uh, Colin, if you're listening, you, you've always got to hide out in Denver. Yep, yep. You can stay in our padded basement. You can, you can. <laughs> yes, you can come stay in the padded basement anytime you'd like. I'm sorry, uh, that's not padding, that's that's sound dampening. Right, yeah, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you find that you're uh, being stalked by, by NCSoft representatives, feel we, free to we have a safe come house. crash here at our safe house in Denver. We'll be more than happy to put you up for a while. You can, uh, you can give 
Noah virtual or real back rubs all you want. Anyway, the back think, hair might be slightly repulsive. <laughs> yeah, the, the back hair might be a little bit the troublesome. Way it, the way it kind of sticks out of but the... But everybody seems the, to like the neck beard. They do like it. You know, it's just the neck beard and the back hair kind of have all become one big blurred it's kind true. of thing. Um, the last bullet point from Colin in this article is that Ion is the vanilla of Emmermose, which is, God, man, it's like such a cutting blow, isn't it? It is, but then again... It's like, I still love, like, the Solaris operating system because it was the vanilla <laughs> Unix. It, like, had everything you needed, but none of the, like, none of the, like, crazy outlandish stuff that made some of the other flavors both desirable and undesirable mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking for just, you know, the vanilla of MMOs. I'll go on with it. It says, uh, the article says it does things right, but it doesn't do them spectacularly. It targets everyone, yet no one. But simultaneously, <laughs> targets no one. Yep. It takes. It doesn't take risks. It's fun, but it's not endearing or memorable. It simply is. Ugh, man. Lineage two in space. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, and that's why. You know, I think I was accused earlier in the week of, of bashing Ion and, and the fact of the matter is is that I just I haven't played it haven't really read up on it too much uh, to be perfectly honest with you I just I don't you know from everything that I've seen and heard about it it's just not something that I'm going to really care about because it's just more of the same yep so anyway that was that we're going to follow this up by an epic 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 rant from Blameful Gecko. Blameful Gecko runs the uh, guilds that we happen to serve on. Yes. <laughs> on uh, Age of Conan and Champions Online. It's the Creeping Darkness uh, guild or supergroup, depending on which game you're playing. Uh, so if you're looking for a casual guild to join... Look up the Creeping Darkness on either game, and uh, you'll probably find us there in uh, some form or another. Yeah, um, Blameful Gecko is very active on both games. He is, indeed. A lot of fun to be had. Anyway, he wrote in in a rant today, and it was just... uh, Rantful. Wow. Uh, That's all I can say. I don't know that I could do this justice, but I'll try to read it anyway. Uh, It says, Dear Internet, I fucking hate you. I know this has been said a million times, a million different ways. Maybe it's because the Internet is still in its adolescence that has spawned such small-minded, rude little bastards. I don't think we'll ever really know, but we'll spend our our off time writing snark-soaked blog entries acting like we do. Let's start out with proper etiquette in regards to telling me what game I should choose to play. First, shut the fuck up. No, stop talking. You aren't a game developer, and sadly, playing a ton of games has not given you any perspective, or we wouldn't be having this conversation. Okay, now, I enjoy Champions Online. It just launched, and as we know, that means a lack of content in certain areas, funky leveling consistency, and bugs. Lots of bugs. I don't want to hear about this fact all the time. Let's list some games that have had the same issues. EverQuest, EverQuest 2, World of Warcraft, Tabla Rasa, Hellgate London, Age of Conan, Vanguard, City of Heroes, 
blah, 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 blah. Those are some of the games that I've played at launch that have had all kinds of weird things going on. This is where I would list off a bunch of bugs from each game. But you know all of them already, don't you? You are a star, you shit. And then he lists all the all the known... Yeah, he lists like a couple bugs just for examples, but I'm not going to go over them all. Uh, to continue, he says, Stop trying to ruin the games I'm playing. You're not making me angry. You're just making me tired. Not of the games, but of the communities that these games attract. With every smart-ass tweet, every dumbass it's just like World of Warcraft blog post, you make me damn word out with this shit. It scares the hell out of me that I might become as uppity and as pretentious as some of the people I've witnessed actively bestowing upon their followers chunky malformed bowls of their half-baked turd soup. <laughs> Poop! <laughs> Dookie bomb! Shit! Your ideas are shit! I think he is angry at this point. I think so. In closing... Stop picking fights with people on goddamn Twitter. It's hard to condense down your thoughts, even when you're not trying to prove to some jackass that you're actually enjoying the game, that you're actually enjoying. I fucking hate you. Signed, Blameful Gecko. P.S. Typing I fucking hate you again has procced a plus three to you stupid son of a bitch. So he's angry. Uh, I I didn't get that from that yeah. email. Okay, he's... he's... I, I think he was just being very nice and I'm guessing cordial he's, to everybody. <laughs> he's he's made that that terrible mistake that happens when you actually look at blogs, forum posts and Twitter feeds about a game you're playing, which is don't read them. There are two kinds of game players, those who actually play the games right. and those who complain about the games that they're not playing that they have paid for. Or complain about the games that they've been playing, but they haven't really played them all that much, yeah. so therefore they're going to complain no matter what. Yeah, I seem to see a common thread with most where they're like, I have 20 hours into this game. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Were, were you playing, I don't know, a simple shooter of some sort? You would be completed, completely finished. And in an MMO of most types, you're, you're just kind of getting your... Getting your feet wet, so I guess I so I guess our advice to Blameful Gecko would be to to stop reading forums. <laughs> just yeah. stop reading. <laughs> just stop reading. Definitely stay stay away from the forums, unless it's like stay away from forums. Stay away from pretentious bloggers. Yeah, from bloggers who basically. I mean, listen to more Channel Massive podcasts. <laughs> Download them all. Form a collection. Well, I mean, you're just preaching to the choir here, though, because he's already a fan. Oh, yeah. So it's not really going to sway his opinion one way or the other. Sorry you had to endure that. I've I've done that, too. With Asheron's Call 2, which we'll talk about that later. I was way involved in the forums on that one. We'll actually talk about Asheron's Call 2 this episode? Oh, yeah, there's surprising news. Really? No. <laughs> it's being resurrected, man. They're bringing it back. <laughs> be called Asheron's fact, Call fact Two. Fact of the and matter half. is, we will be talking about Asheron's Call Two. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, you got to stay tuned, though. Stay Thank tuned. you for writing in, everyone who participated. Uh, if you it. have a a rant, email, tweet, you can always reach us. Our our mail address is mail. M-A-I-L At channelmassive.com You can also reach us at our Twitter feed At twitter.com slash channelmassive 
Thanks for writing in. We'll hear from you next week. Hey, Jason, what time is it? It's time for the Week in Gaming! All right, it's time to do some news. What's new in the news? MMO news to start. MMO news? Mark. The entertainment phenomenon that has taken Asian by storm and has wowed hundreds of thousands of beta testers in North America and Europe has finally arrived. Maple Story? NCSoft, the world's premier publisher and developer of massively multiplayer online games, today released Ion, its highly anticipated massively multiplayer online game in retailers across North America. Uh, they're the what? The premier MMO? The premier publisher and developer of massively multiplayer online games. Well, wonder what the standard Premier. is for Premier. Is it number of games you've you've aborted? <laughs> Perhaps. Number of games that... Fail to live up to expectations? Perhaps. Number of MMOs that are Asian ports for Western audiences? Perhaps. Number of... <laughs> MMOs with alternative subscription models, or none at all. Perhaps. Ion is just the latest and greatest from NCSoft. Buy your copy today. So, when I, um, when I put this story into our notes, I called it, I, I wrote it like this. Ion launches. Mark ceremoniously creates a winged elf babe in Champions Online. Feels contented. <laughs> and you know what, Mark? <laughs> you could fly a lot longer. I could fly all I with want. Your, with your wings. You could fly I all could... you want at level, at well, level what, five or five, six? At level five or six, yeah. Yeah. I could do that. You could. As long as I got out of the starter zone, I could have But that's that. neither here nor there. No, because I would be missing out on many crucial experiences like login queues. True. Um, I, I could miss out on the whole... The whole uh, AFK vendor thing. Dude, that's hot with the HAW. I've, saw, I've seen pictures, uh, pictures from, uh, I believe, uh, westcarana.com, which is run by uh, Tippa, whose blog we've featured here uh, numerous times. It's a picture, it's a widescreen picture of just a mass of nothing but AFK vendors just standing on the same place. <laughs> selling probably Makes garbage. Me or go not there. selling anything at all, maybe. Yeah, go there and buy their, like, look, I've achieved tier one of crafting. I have made... <laughs> buy my I've crap! Made, I've made both of the clay, the clay vessel and the clay vessel top lid. At tier two, I will achieve the seal for the lid, and at tier four, anyway, the, the success, the sale success is uh, pretty impressive. They've 450, sold about 450k before launch. Before launch, uh, you know, mental note: Warhammer Online did the same We've thing. Seen this all before. <laughs> it's all happened before, man. And it will all happen again. It will. Um, you know, server queues. You know, people. You We've know, already bitched to, about that one. Yeah, people having to deal with you know, one thousand five hundred plus people before them in line just to play the game. 
Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's pretty sucky. And you know, and it is they they do claim to be fairly PvP based. So if you're hoping to roll a certain faction, and they do control the servers based on what faction you're playing. So if you roll a particular faction that happens to be popular on a particular server, you may or may not get in just depending on what faction yeah. you want to play. So that forces the player to make a choice whether you want to move to a different server or wait or roll a roll the opposite faction on that same server right. just so you can get in. Uh, or, and, and we all know how well that works out when you when you want to play a character that you really have no emotional attachment to. That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. It, or you could just play Peggle until the queue subsides. That would be my solution. Yeah. Or change your entire work schedule around to where you're able to play from 2 a.m. till 8 a.m. Right. Um, another MMO that launched this week uh, was Fallen Earth. Uh, did not quite come in with a huge bang. Not like, not like a did. nuclear holocaust type no. bang? No. Well, you know, it should have because that's where it's at. You know, it's located in a post-apocalyptic... Yeah, I, can't, uh, I think it's Earth. more of a um, viral outbreak apocalypse, <laughs> as I recall. But, but yeah, it, it um, seems to have launched successfully. Um, and some of the early reviews are fairly good. The only gripe I still have is the damn animation. Is Yeah, I, I was not impressed with the character models or the art, when, uh, for the most part. When you come from a... When you... When you when you play in a triple A MMO these days, it's just fairly common to, or it's assumed that you will have a fluidly moving character. I mean, obviously, Age of Conan kind of took that to a new level. Right. Um, prior to that, I would have to say City of Heroes had pretty good animation mm-hmm. comparatively, but this is a big step backwards as far as that goes. Yeah, and I mean, is, I really can't say annoying. that I was impressed with the art when I. Well, and when that's I the played thing. through the beta, the art's not bad. It's the way the art moves. Like in the <laughs> landscapes are okay. Are well, good. No, I don't even agree with that though, Mark. I I think the landscapes are kind of just, you know, when you come <laughs> when you're playing a game like Fallout Three. Oh damn! I just did it again. Oh, oops! He yeah. did it again. Oops! I did it again. <laughs> the whole Fallout Three comparison. Uh. Yeah, when you see how they presented the world and and how it was, you know, totally, utterly destroyed. Yeah. And then you compare it to the art design of Fallen Earth, well, there really is no comparison. However, if you were playing a game that allowed you to be a park ranger simulator, (laughs) they'd have it nailed, because it's actually, like, in the Grand Canyon area. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying... I mean, it does have its redeeming qualities. I'm sure that it's... You know, it does. It does have its charms. I well, mean, and, and you know, don't get is... me wrong. I, I when I played through beta, I did see the charm there. I just feel that this game will succeed more as a free-to-play, well, and, and microtransaction like... game, and, oh. and they should have went with that model. Oh, I think so. Right from the start. I I think too. It's like that thing I always say is, you know, these games are so different from any other genre because they they evolve. You know, they evolve or they die. You mm-hmm. know, if it's an NCSoft title, it typically dies. But it also it, has the unfortunate honor of opening up the same week as Ion, which is way higher, and also Champions Online, which 
Well, not the same, same week, but same, in the month, same month or same practically. The thing, the thi- so. yeah. I mean, Ion is like, if you didn't know any better, you think it's like NCSoft's last hope. Like they have totally forgotten. Oh, no doubt about Guild Wars or something, and they're like, we must, we must make this happen, or all will be lost. You know, and it's no like, doubt. I mean, the marketing that's gone into it, it's, it's kind of in line with that story we covered last week about how how there's more money going into marketing than there is in actual game development for a lot of titles you know it's just ion's been so overhyped i i i expect when i play that to be practically orgasmic at this point and (laughs) you know and i can't be you know i mean (laughs) it just can't do that for you and you know what mark i i honestly can say that i don't want to see that i i'm and I'm glad you don't. <laughs> I mean, I value our friendship. And, I do, too. And I... Uh, I've got to sleep at night. Yeah. It wouldn't be pretty. Uh, believe me. But anyway. The way I sweat profusely <laughs> and have to, you know... Anyway. Um, that In was, other... That was awkward. Evermore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft has restarted its commercial operations in China. Within this story are some... Statistics which we had we had glimpsed we had we had a rough idea about and made some fairly snarky comments. There's some over interesting the last num- like interesting numbers that have kind of crawled out of this. Mark, I want you to highlight some of these well, numbers. Well, I'd be happy for to me. do that for you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this is Mark's alternate personality, Ron, the truck driver. <laughs> uh, appears that close to half of World of Warcraft's 11.5 million users are Chinese. The Chinese. Asians, we called them. Communism. (laughs) Celestials. In any case, uh, at at 11.5 million users, the shocking statistic is that that accounts for just 6% of WoW revenues, which means to me that I need to be switching my accounts over to the NetEase version. Damn straight. We're being, like, way overcharged. With some kind of proxy server that makes it appear that I'm playing in China, because that's way cheaper. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Half the users are accounting for 6% of the revenues. And we always knew that they had a lower priced, you know... Um, a very lower price point. standard. But Jesus Christ. It's almost where they're getting paid to play it, you know? May as well be. I mean, I have a big problem with that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Since <laughs> that's, you know, like the gold farming capital of the world. Nothing against China or anything like that, but... It's like it is China is to gold farming as Nigeria is to spam. Right? <laughs> you know? Not not necessarily like a haven for people who are just trying to you know, you don't you don't really hear about people like being the first to best some boss mob or to take down some new instance based out of China. Unfortunately what you hear about is gold farming. So I don't know. It's it's kind of scary. In any case, the nine has been destroyed by rival NetEase, who now has the contract. Um, they they did a prolonged beta, which is kind of funny to think about. I mean, the only that's yeah, been running since the July thing 30th. unique would be the the server architecture, which is probably cookie cutter of whatever the Blizzard European and and American servers are exactly. And then the localization, which you would have think you would have thought they would have probably already had, except for maybe the Rat- Wrath of the Lich King content, right? right? Depending on when this went down, but uh, but yeah, Anetti's spent an estimated one million yuan yen uh, 
which, God, that's that's a lot a day, 146.5k a day. Um, maintaining the game servers for the closed beta. Well, what an eddies. You supplanted the nine right. and you got the contract, and now, you know, whatever. Congrats. So interesting numbers. That's, yeah, we'll that's, see how many how how many of those users come back. The full write up is available at Gamma Sutra. Interesting also to hear that you know half of the half of the the numbers for WoW are based out of China. Yeah, it is. That's that's a that's a big number. I just wonder how many of those are gold farmers. Just saying. Yeah. What's next? Um, Eve Online. This is uh, another interesting one that that you you found. Yeah, uh, the tax man cometh. Now it's not as bad as it sounds, but like, it's kind of bullshit like, though. Because like, it's like it's, they're trying to influence a game mechanic. Yeah, they're saying through a, an artificial means. Basically, if you're if you're playing in a non-player based corporation, you're going to get taxed, and Obviously, they're trying to drive players to join with other players. Join us in zero zero space. Yes, we will. We will reign supreme. But it's an interesting way to steer people in a direction you want. And I don't know if it's just. Um. Anyway, it's eleven percent for Christ's sake. Not not trivial. NPC corporations uh, have few advantages over player corporations in that they can't have wars declared on them um, by player corps. Um, They have immunity to war declarations. Um, In addition, members of NPC corporations don't have taxes subtracted from their NPC bounties and mission rewards, which most player corporations impose. But that's the player corporations imposing that themselves. That's not anything that that's you know a actual game mechanic. Uh, despite those advantages, players who never leave NPC corps are somewhat isolated from the fabric of the game. Uh, the kind of interactions, both beneficial and hostile, that come from jumping in and joining a player corp. Uh, CCP Games still recognizes the choice to remain in one of these NPC corporations. Uh, they want to give players a nudge. A gentle nudge. Out into the wider EVE experience. And they do, and they're doing this by establishing an 11% tax rate. Which might be adjusted over time. So they could actually increase this tax. And granted, it's just a virtual tax. Let's... Yeah. Let's not freak people out here. They're not charging you more, more, more money to play their game. They're just, they're it's it's all on ISK, which yeah. is their virtual currency. Crit. One one side note to this: um, the game that most likely, well, no, the game we know, um, according if you go to Wikipedia and you look up Elite, the game, it's listed as the primary inspiration for the lead lead developer right. at CCP for Eve Online. It was a game I was hopelessly addicted to back in the Commodore 64 era. It's celebrating its 25th anniversary. Um, there are multiple versions that have been spawned from this. There's ways right. that you can still play it. It was it was really kind of fun because 
Unless you got the docking computer when you wanted to dock at the space station, you were you were you went through You're at the, the mercy of oh god, it was just like that 2001 scene with the music yes. and everything where you have to line up and right. land in that thing, and it it totally is the you know it's totally where Eve came from, totally the influence. And anyway, congrats to Elite. I loved that game. Yeah, it's, you know, Eve Online is just always an interesting game to me. It's one of those games that, you know, I I would go back and I I play it every once in a while. Whenever there's, like, a free trial period, you know, I'll download the the client and jump back in for a little bit and just see, you know, all the neat new things that they've added to it. But I could never just get myself back into that horrible grind that you have to have in order to just get a decent ship to get out there. I would... So, like, when I retire someday, that's probably when I'll play <laughs> Eve, because I'm going to need a lot of time. You do. To do you need right. a lot of time just to... And, and I don't see that happening with a career and children. No. You know? And, you know, if you're like if you're like a college kid or a high school kid, that'd be a good time to play it. No, even then... I think then you'd have you could make it work, you know. I you think could, that there's a lot you could sacrifice your future <laughs> in the real world, and maybe get an maybe be allowed to join the Interstellar Council, and you know who knows, but maybe. But uh, it's a game I want desperately to play. I just don't see it as realistic for me. No, and for a lot of players, I I don't know how they make it work. I don't either. It's, it'd be like being a hardcore raider in WoW or something, you know. Except you'd be a hardcore isk, isk quarter, isk quarter corp guy, you know, because it's so borderline on reality. The way the the way the corporations work and mm-hmm. and the and the 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 dedication required, I believe, to to reach the top tiers within, right. just not something I could do. You know, I could just do the offline skill up thing, like for create. You know, like maybe I had to do that. Maybe for like next four years, all I should do is just skill up. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It. it it's always going to have an allure to me, but it's always like this just impossible dream that I don't feel I can ever, you know, fully, fully realize. I hear you. After that depressing rant, <laughs> let's, why don't we move on to some general news? I agree. Let's do it. All right, so the first topic involving some general gaming news, uh, you know, something that we've talked about in the past uh, involving MMOs and, uh, and other games, and this involves digital sales of games. Digital uh, distribution. So far, people have claimed, well, we have no way of tracking the digital uh, sales of games. Why? How? Why not? We don't know. Well, finally, um, the American sales tracker MPD has uh, declared that it wants to introduce the globe's first digital download chart. Um, this would actually help, you know. Well, give us a the quash full picture. The misinformation. Yeah, it would. You it know would, about the games market and you know give us some hardcore numbers, especially you know when we talk about games like. Wizard 101. Yeah. You know, when we say, okay, well, we've got, you know, five 
pl- or, you know, or, or free realms. We've got five million subscribers. Well, how many of those subscribers are actually subscribers? Right. And how many people are actually paying for you know little knickknacks here and there? You know, well, they're hoping to provide that number. You know that number. You know, and 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 one other think point along those lines is when they say that. And when the previous argument has always been it would be so hard to get this data for the publishers to provide, right? Then I'm not going to fucking trust you with my credit card number. If you can't keep track of how many copies were sold or how many people are subscribed, then you damn well shouldn't have any kind of credit card information right. from me. So, you know, it's a weak argument at best, right? I agree. So, you know, the MPT group is, uh, you know trying to work on this they're not going to you know they're they're not going to confirm how quickly the charts are going to be created um but uh it'll be nice you know they're 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 finally it, it seems like there's some movement on this which is uh and hey it's, it's we're gonna, all we're all for it you know we want to f- we want to see the data we want to know exactly how much bullshit we're being fed because, yeah, the the number of 5 million subscribers to this particular game, or, you know, how RuneScape always says, well, we have this many subscribers yeah. to... Yeah, well, how much money are you actually making yeah. from this bullshit? And, you know, come on. And the charts are going to be... They're going to encapsulate PC, console, and even mobile, which that will be some interesting numbers right Well, there. you know, if you track, sa- you know, track sales off of games like uh, Rock Band... Totally. Just the downloadable content off of it. Huge, huge aftermarket. You know, some weeks are not going to be as good there. as others, you know, depending on the interest in the band that happens to be featured that week. But, but I mean, that's such a big part of that game's longevity huge. is the, the, all the DLC that and, comes out regularly. And, you know, the thing is, you know they're making money. How do you know? Because Rock Band comes out with weekly downloadable content. And, every and it's week, like religiously. Every Tuesday, there's at least you know eight tracks there. Yeah. You know, if not if not that, then there's like a whole album and yeah, you know, three or four or five additional and tracks. You, and on you know, top it's making that. money too because a lot of the artists are starting to say, "Hey, maybe <laughs> we, we should just start releasing this, this way because yeah. we're not making any money off anything but Pearl concerts Jam, at this uh, point." Pearl Jam's brand new album just came out. Uh, this week, I think, or was it last week? For that. And it released simultaneously with Rock Band. I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think you're going to see simultaneous a lot of that. release of Cross. You know, and it, and depending on, it seems like this right now they either have to go with like the Guitar Hero franchise or the Rock Band. You don't see. Yeah, you don't see crossing uh, no. over too much. There could be at some. Least I, at least I haven't seen it yet. Now there may be some bands that have enough pull that they could pull it off, like a Metallica. You know, but they haven't right. done it yet. So far, I think it's been one or the other. Anyway, it's really going to be cool t- for us. Yeah, because we'll actually on. hopefully start to see the, the the numbers start to come in I think because it's be digital re- distribution is how it's going now. Yeah, everybody probably thought like Valve's Steam was like kind of silly at first. Not anymore. No, Xbox Live. Not you know, same anymore. thing with uh, Direct to Drive. Everybody's like, oh, they won't last. They won't be doing anything. No. Nope. It was the wave of the future. Yep. Uh, let's see. Kimber, Kimber. <laughs> no, no, not the future. <laughs> uh, this kind of blows my mind a little bit. Uh, Activision Blizzard has had to recall copies of 
the latest Wolfenstein game from German stores because of a localization issue. So, two two things about that that are mind-blowing. <laughs> One, nobody fucking noticed well, where it was going in the localization department. It's like... It's like, hmm. duh. Alright, you know, the swastika symbol. You mean eternal life? According to <laughs> Hindi uh, beliefs? Perhaps, but for Germans... Hindu? Hindi. For Germans, it means an entirely different thing. It means Can you imagine what that might be? <laughs> it's right up there with slavery for Americans. Well, or yeah. Worse. So no, not worse. Um, they're pulling Wolfenstein from the store shelves because it displays a small swastika at one point in the game. Actually, um, I think, and from what I've read, it's actually in in more than one small part of the game that that they missed this on. Now, if you're Iranian. And you read this, do you you probably don't even understand it because as no. you know, there was no Holocaust according to Iran. <laughs> yes. So, so Yes. <laughs> a total fabrication. What yeah. So so yeah, so like the two things that are shocking is a the localization guys or the or whatever missed missed the relevance of, of this. And but the second thing is is like I think the current generation in Germany, like the what the equivalent of the Gen Yers, maybe even the Gen Xers, right? They probably don't really give a they shit. They don't give all a shit. Much. Like, I, and I, I got this off of a. There's a Linux podcast that's co-hosted by a German guy, and he's just mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" Like, because the last time this happened, it was they turned the blood green, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the previous Wolfenstein, right? He's like, "What the." fuck? fuck he's like why is what is going on here you know and i think they're at the point where they're like why are we still paying for this Mm -hmm. like guilt thing why are we still like why why does our society here it have to be so whitewashed that we're like there is no violence there was no you know there was no swastika even then even then the the problem isn't even so much the blood or anything it's just the, the swastika symbol now to the to the germans is a very sensitive issue. And when you're a big company, like Activision Blizzard is now, uh, you need to get that. You got... Yeah, you should get okay. that. You, you should... You need, you need to get that. You need to understand that, okay, you know, we've got to make some changes in our game for this particular localization if we are planning on putting our game out in this particular market. And they fucked up. Uh, again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I don't know, it just it just blows my mind how the localiza- the localization people just can't catch a clue on half if the shit. If you're a German listener of Channel Massive, we would love your perspective. I would. Or I mean if you're an Israeli listener. I understand all that. It's like yeah, you know, I'm sure if you're if you're a Gen X Any listener, we Gen Y love. gamer in Germany right now, you probably don't give a shit that there is a swastika or maybe you do. Maybe, maybe, or maybe you do. I, I don't know for sure, but I, I suspect that you really just you're at the point now in your history where you don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, you're like, okay, <laughs> new, you know that new. was Hitler. He was an asshole. We all get that. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> we all get that. You know, it's just yeah. But but even so, love you know, to hear from Activision you. Blizzard. Totally dropped the ball on this. You know, that's where they go. Um, another quick rumor 
that came Straight out from this the rumor week. Mill. Straight from the rumor mill is that um, Microsoft spokesman said late Wednesday that the company has no plans to acquire video game maker Electronic Arts. Which means they're doomed. According to a report from Market Watch. Whenever you say that, it means you're fucked. Uh, the Reuters report signing information from traders that was circulated Wednesday saying that the software giant was interested in buying Electronic Arts, who is the publisher of Madden, Medals of Honor, and FIFA. Uh, Ooh, sexy sorry, soccer. it's not going to happen. We have no interest in this whatsoever. So, so Jason and I had a long discussion before like as we were preparing for the podcast about this because it's a fairly well well it's a rumor at this point but the thing is, is that we all know how this this these go down it's like well no we're we're in total denial and we've seen this before as far as corporations you know saying well you know you know they're all trying to keep it on the down low on the hush hush you know yeah. we're not going to talk about it too much cuz we don't want to there is no screw spoon. anything up there is no spoon uh, but what if it, it was to happen, what could it possibly mean? And um, so, what would it mean? What would it mean if Microsoft actually acquires Electronic Arts? Uh, it, it's kind of mind-boggling to me, and it, and I'm not sure about the whole legal ramifications of it, but. My, the, one of the first thoughts that cropped up in my mind was is that could Microsoft then turn to EA and say, okay, well, now that we own you, we want you to stop publishing for the PlayStation 3. Right. Or the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Could We're they do be that? Exclusive. Well, of course they would. They're Microsoft. Could they do they that? Would, I mean, I'm how just... Many, how many antitrust cases have they been involved with oh, exactly. for their browser I'm just like, really, attempts to I mean, I, browsers. It just got me thinking, I mean, could they actually do that? And if, and if so, if so, do, 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 this just in. Okay. I'm going to stop <laughs> this for a quick second right now. Noah Ward, our own M. Noah Ward, has just texted us and said, oh my god, they gave me a free... 360 turntable and demo demo disc. We'll get to try it out at Jason's game day. So we're going to be rocking the his house playing DJ playing DJ Hero come next Saturday. Oh damn it! And I was going to go to that too. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, wow. anyway, well done. so damn it, breaking Activision. news: we're going to be jamming out on some DJ Hero. I will wear my wife beater and try for my best Kid Rock impersonation. <laughs> that try, is I'll try awesome. and kick it Detroit style. So looking forward to that. Thank you, Noah. Um, anyway, uh, back to my earlier point: is that is that it, you know if you look at the implications of what a takeover like this could mean. Um, I, I, you know, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I wish, I wish I was more up on the legal ease of the whole takeover thing and and how it could impact. And if no one were here who's played a lot of lawyer like games, we'd have that perspective. <laughs> we would, we would. Instead, he'll just be bringing us DJ Hero next week, so we'll forget all about it by then. Um, anyway, if we have any lawyer types out there who happen to know what could possibly 
come out of something like this, or if my my thoughts are completely unfounded, please let us know. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. So in some gaming news of the weird, uh, Polk undercover drug investigators ended up playing some Wii Polk County while they were in a drug raid. Yeah, so if you're in Polk County, just know. <laughs> where, where is Polk County? So according is that in to Florida? this, <laughs> uh, Polk County is in Tampa Bay, Florida, I believe. Uh, so, anyway, with guns drawn and flashlights cutting through darkened rooms, Polk County undercover drug investigators stormed the home of convicted drug dealer Michael DeFalco near Lakeland in March. And if you were going to have a name... As a drug dealer? DeFalco. Michael DeFalco. My name is Michael. That's sweet. DeFalco. I might use that as like that my... That should be your pin name or something. My a, my APB name when I when Dude. I uh, start playing APB. Michael DeFalco. That would be sweet. Um, anyways, as they searched the home for drugs, um, some of the task force members, they found other ways to occupy their time. Within uh, 20 minutes of entering uh, this drug dealer's home... Uh, they found a Wii video bowling game, and they began bowling. <laughs> frame after frame. Fuck the evidence. It's time to bowl, bitches. So while some of the detectives, they took out the evidence, uh, some of them uh, started to play some Wii bowling. And uh, they worked on their bowling game a little bit. And there's this beautiful picture of one of them celebrating. Yeah, one a- of them's like totally celebrating <laughs> as they're getting a strike. They're like, yeah! Uh, Sad. Yeah, while a female detective lifted a nearby couch looking for evidence, another sheriff's detective focused on pin action. Most unfortunate that the recording was obtained by News Channel 8, which showed (laughs) several members of the county's high-intensity drug trafficking area. Obviously. Task force entering the house and fucking around. Obviously, this is not the kind of behavior we condone, Lakeland Police Officer uh, Chief Roger Usually Botner, donuts are involved, Botner he said, said later. Uh, this was a lot of downtime, but that does not excuse the fact that we should act like, that we should act like the consummate professional, act as the consummate professionals. I'm just laughing at this picture, because the, oh, picture, yeah. the picture shows one of the DEA officers, it, like, totally going, yeah! If you're a regular watcher of Heroes, it's very similar to the hero jumping up in the air celebrating after he does anything cool. It's just uh, so Certainly sad. this was a case of bad judgment. We will handle it appropriately. Oh, this is awesome. We knew he had weapons. He was a bad guy. We just didn't know he had fucking wee bowling. But <laughs> wee bowling, man, that was like the <laughs> that was like the icing on the cake right there. No doubt. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, what what people will not do to play some Wii Bowling, I guess. Yep. I try to end all my drug raids with some Wii Bowling. Um, IBM has come up with a recent new patent that's... Uh, it's a 
it's a, a little disturbing. It's a rather scary turn on the concept of uh, expert systems. Um, I guess this is kind of like almost Matrix esque, you know? You know how they were able to download. Yeah, like the. Uh, I need to operate a Boeing or a whatever helicopter. Yeah, and, and then, then they were able like, to oh, download oh. it right into you, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. They're, there's the, they've patent pinned a way to suck knowledge out of experts and inject it into younger, stronger, and cheaper employees. <laughs> it's called the. Uh, it's the proposed platform for capturing knowledge. So an expert system is basically where you find a, a seasoned expert of any subject matter, you know, a subject matter expert of any topic. Right. And you, you basically glean from them everything you would need to know to kind of proceduralize the way they go about doing their, their business. <laughs> <laughs> this though is an insidiously evil. <laughs> it just sounds so bizarre. Gaming environment. Um, go ahead, Jay. So according to um, this this IBM patent filing, uh, there might be a way to suck knowledge out of the experts and then inject it into younger, stronger, cheaper employees, possibly even in other countries. IBM's proposed platform for capturing knowledge describes how to use an immersive gaming environment to transfer expert knowledge held by employees who are aged 50 and older to 18 to 25-year-old trainees who find manuals, quote-unquote, difficult to read <laughs> and understand. I mean, I actually have to work for this money? What the hell? Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're talking about, like, a Matrix-esque type of knowledge transfer, I guess. This brought to you by the same company who was able to assist the Nazis we spoke of earlier in tracking the, right. the Jewish prisoners. Right. Um, so, yes, this is this is just the latest... Uh, I'm kind of speechless. I, I am. I, 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 I'm too. I just, I can't believe this. I, I can't believe that they would actually, you know, companies amaze me though. I mean, you, you sent, you sent that one email over earlier today about the, the crazy, uh, Honda. Oh yeah. Uh, the Segway destroying, Segway destroying thing. Honda unicycle thing. Yes. And Which, I was just blown away. I was like. Oh my God! Are, are people actually act- going to be able to use something like this? Like if if the Segway didn't already seem silly and and yeah, that and thing was like, you know, remember that that uh, the one vehicle that they created in South Park? That's what I thought of <laughs> the one that like sodom it, like auto sodomized you, sodomized you, and, while, and the, you and, and, while you drove it. And the inventor was like, "Well, of course it doesn't need that to function, but why wouldn't called? you want it?" It. It was called it. It. <laughs> and it was like, and yeah, he's like, well, of course it doesn't need to do that, but why wouldn't you want it to? Well, this looks just like it. I mean, it's like this chair you sit on, and the, there's three pictures of three executives. We'll, we'll put it up in the show notes from Honda. And this guy, it looks like, it basically looks like something you could roll into a strip joint with and get a lap dance instantaneously. The look on his face, the shit-eating grin on his face, combined with the way he's got his arms up in the air, like he's just ready, to, like he's dancing to like... Oh, It's, it's just, so true. It's it's just, it's like lap dance ready, stripper approved. It's it's horrible. Um, 
But yeah, companies yeah, it's like come one up with of those innovations. Shit. Yeah, it's an innovative new product designed. To, can you imagine, like, at the mall, if instead of the the dorks that ride the segways currently, <laughs> if they're coming out on those crazy <laughs> unicycle things, and they can go in any direction at any time too? That's the really freaky part. Oh it's man, it's like it's just why some crazy do people shit. spend money on this stuff? Anyway, I guess you could. It's like a video game, and you can create it to. Transfer knowledge. Yeah, it's an expert system video game wow. enabled. So it should be enjoyable, both for the person having the knowledge, quote-unquote, sucked from them, and for, and the, for person the person receiving, receiving knowledge. the knowledge, which we will say, well, the technical term for that will be blown into them. <laughs> so... <laughs> yes. I, I just felt that kind of took it full, cir- full circle. No doubt, no doubt. Now, I'm talking about taking your gaming to the extreme. This is the logical evolution of Russian roulette. It is. If you want to play Russian roulette on your computer and you're into video games, this game is perfect for you. Better yet, play it on a friend's computer. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I'm going to install it on Mark's computer before I leave and give it a go. That's great. This game is called Lose Lose. Uh, It's a video game with real-life consequences. Um, what it does is it's kind of like a Space Invaders Galaga uh, type game where aliens drop down uh, from the screen and you have to blow them up with your ship. Or do you blow them up with your ship? I guess that's the question. The moral question. I think you need to dodge them. Uh, that's the only way to... Each each of these aliens in this game is, is uh, created and, and based on a random file on your computer. So the aliens are representative of your files. Yes. So so if you happen to kill the alien, uh, the file that it's based on is deleted from your computer. <laughs> and if, you're, if your ship happens to be, stro- to be destroyed, then the application itself is deleted. And by deleted- so it deletes itself. So the, so the application will delete itself off of your computer if, if you destroy it. So, so if you just sacrifice yourself... Then, without killing anything, then it will erase that program off of your computer. I guess is a mercy killing. But the more aliens you del- the more aliens you blow up, the more files you delete, and it's totally random. So, you know, if you shoot an alien, it could delete a MP3 file off of your computer, or it could de- delete a. DLL file but, off of your computer. Not only is the game incredibly silly in that respect, and 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 by by the way, they're not talking about it goes into the recycling bin. We're right. talking no, true, they're talking deletion, the real, the little death, true destruction. <laughs> but it's also a moral conundrum, as is explained in the in the uh, in the notes. instructional manual yeah although touching aliens will cause the player to lose the game and killing aliens awards points the aliens will never actually fire at the player this calls into question the player's mission which is never explicitly stated only hinted at through classic game mechanics is the player supposed to be an aggressor or merely an observer <laughs> traversing through a dangerous land <laughs> It's like a game within a game. Man. Whoa. It's so deep. So if you want to play it, I suggest you go and download the Microsoft <laughs> Virtual PC, then in- install yeah, a sacrificial so copy of Windows XP up. or Vista, <laughs> and then play it on there. 
anything else would be just insane. I mean, seriously, it's, you know, the whole, it's it's so funny. It's like they try to justify the game mechanics with a philosophical question. <laughs> Yet there's really no other reason to play. You know, it's just like, no, just kill your ship right at the very beginning and kill yourself. So it deletes the application off your hard drive, and that's that. Or just don't download it. <laughs> or just don't download it. That's probably the best way Choose to Choose free will, as Rush would say. And now it's time for... Alright, this week's Blogosteria. I guess it's not so much a Blogosteria in the classical sense where... There was a mass of bloggers uh, blogging about the same thing. This was just something that I came across on Twitter, and you and it was also completely. linked on a it was also linked on a couple other blogs that I I've read over the past few days that kind of set me off. And these I, these words of wisdom, words of wisdom, these morsels of <laughs> yeah, incredible kinda, incredible intellect and yes, knowledge and yes. wisdom. You could call it that. They, sort of. They they spoke to you in a language that only I could understand. And they they captured your imagination and I dare say your heart. <laughs> yes, sort of. In fact, they actually pissed you off. Actually, yeah. That's you know when you boil it all down to to that. <laughs> yes, that's that's what it it comes out to. Detail. Uh, this uh, comes via eldergame.com, a blog that's run by a couple of. Uh, designers of video games. Uh, I will not reveal uh, the name of this blogger until the end of the article. Uh, This article is about uh, his thoughts on Champions Online. Uh, Goes on to say, Champions is not a polished game. I thought it was polished. Oh, yes. It's uh, it's got the heart of a really fun game, but it's so glitchy that could it be it could be hard to see that. The only reason any sane team would launch the game in the state, in this state, is because they have too much pressure not to, from their funders, publishers, or just their bank accounts. So they knew it wasn't perfect. The game's dense and confusing graphical user interface doesn't do it any favors. Boss monsters. Pendulum between trivial and instant death. Oh, and half of the game's abilities are broken or buggy, often to the point of uselessness. They've got the client and server stable, the graphics are pretty, and then they launched it, ignoring all those little content bugs that are actually huge issues. Been there, done that. It sucks. But you can salvage the game and get a nice medium-sized 300k subscriber base out of it. That's what you should be striving for now, guys. I want to love this game. It's ambitious. Warcraft meets City of Heroes directed game with lots of variety and options and possibilities. It's a wonderful playground, but with plenty of goals, too. At the same time, it's also stupidly punitive. As I said, nearly half the game's powers don't work. Or are so underpowered that they effectively don't work, but others are so powerful that they simply must be purchased. And the game is clearly balanced around you owning one or more of these potent powers. However, you're left on your own to discover what works and what doesn't. So far, so good. 
This one appealed to the part of the World of Warcraft audience who wants more direction and simplicity, but it will appeal to a different audience, one that will explore their little hearts out. But then Champions ruins this by charging an arm and a leg to alter your character later. Uh, he goes on to say that his first ca character was actually ruined. Um, his character he called Telepoet, uh, who could teleport and spout poetry at the same time. Fascinating. But he doesn't own a defensive power and cannot solo. Alas, I picked his options in the wrong order and can never afford to undo these changes right now. Uh, to get back to get back to a uh, usable point, I'd have to spend six times more money than I've ever owed. As a final cruel jab, the cost of actually the cost actually scales up with levels, so I can't even save up enough money to buy it. If I just farm low-level monsters for money, I earn experience, which levels me up, and the goal actually gets farther away. The character is truly stuck. Damn, I don't have a violin right now. My next character is usable, but gimpy. He pa he picked a power that worked great at level 5, but stopped being useful by level 10. And when I tried to re reset him at level 12, it cost me the rough, equi the rough equivalent of Fort Knox Vault. I can play him for now, but there's always a nagging feeling that he's not as good as he could be. And he seems to be getting weaker. It gnaws at me. Do I really want to keep going with this guy if he's going to get ruined soon, too? Maybe I should just go to back to EverQuest 2. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so then he has some... Advice. Advice for them. Um, after about 20 hours of playtime... Here are some thoughts that stuck out. Wow, 20 out. Did, did I not make a bold comment about that yeah. earlier? Uh, I sure hope the designers don't expect me to read that quest text. It's too small, and the font is too hard to read for more than a sentence or two at a time. I totally agree with that. They need to change the, the font scale, and they need to adjust the UI so you can adjust it and everything else seems in place. Uh, that's very valid point. Yeah, you know, the typical little slider. Yeah, exactly. Um, says, on the other hand, the big green map indicator that shows exactly where I should go, awesome. And it's true, they, sh they point you exactly where you need to go for a particular mission. If you want a mission, you can make it your primary mission, even turn it'll highlight and it'll turn yeah. it orange and you head right towards it. You know exactly where you need to go for quests. Um, Here's an example of the subtle bugginess of the game. The speed boots travel ability. I did not know that there was such an, an ability for it. I didn't either. <laughs> uh, is described as one that is slow to build up speed, but has a higher top speed. The nigh irdecipherable advanced description of the skill seems to verify that this is so. But Sandra... And I race this power against every other, and it's never faster. This is what the forum folks say, too, but we figured that they were wrong. Turns out, nope, they were right. And I can attest to the fact that, yeah, some some of the powers um, do indeed not work exactly like they are advertised. I've had that same problem myself. Uh, but they have fixed a lot of that uh, over the past uh, week or two. Uh, which they they are quick to you know, to to fix that. They're like especially with the uh, 
the advantage points that you get. Oh, yeah. You know, which allow you to enhance your powers. Some of them did not work at all. I mean, it's just, I was like, what the fuck? You know, this is bullshit. And you shouldn't have to use the the powerhouse, you know, to, you know, try, you know, try to use these abilities and try to figure them out and figure, oh, well, this is bugged. You know, the powerhouse should not be a bug reporting tool. It should be a place to test out powers and see if you like that power right. or not. Plain and simple. Um... Says the the and this is where this is like he actually adds this is a positive but this is where I kind of disagree. Says that the game works pretty well with the wired Xbox 360 joystick plugged into the PC. I could see it being a console success. You know, after another year of bug fixes, <laughs> jab jab. And I uh, and I was like, well, actually, you're wrong. In all honesty, the 360 controller doesn't work all that great with it. Did you try it? Yes, I I do. I I actually went out and bought a wired 360 controller just to test it out. And the way it works, the way the it works well in combat at times, but then then there are actually some times where you actually need the extra functionality of a keyboard to do certain things that you want to get done and so it's it's not perfect and and you know and so if you're used to using a mouse like it's mm-hmm. so hard to go from that to a joystick it's yeah but you know if you've had experience with both and i have you want to personally i wanted to use the the controller for everything well you know except for i knew that i wasn't going to be able to do chat I guess right. you can get the little texture thing. You know, no big whoop. Well, you know, even then. You know, I, I didn't even care about that. I just wanted, you know, I wanted to have some good functionality with the right with the controller, and, and it wasn't quite there, which uh, kind of pissed me off. So, you know, one of, the, one of the options that he actually thinks is a positive is, to me, is actually a negative. Um... He said, uh, when I started, everybody said, watch the stats, they're important, but stats really aren't that important in general. Just two stats are important, the ones that your particular character template is based on. Most abilities seem to do damage that scales with your level regardless of the stats, and I can attest that this is not true. Um, yeah. You, you need to concentrate on That's definitely uh, not you true. Know, quite a few different stats, just depending on the character type that you're working with and and we can you know I can offer advice to that later um, but that's the result of 20 hours of play and coming true. to conclusions that the um, game is broken and losing and hemorrhaging users says that the game has tons players. of visceral pill bowling bad guys over with machine gun fire hitting them uh, in the head with lampposts leaping away from danger it's a, fun, it's a fun play vibe when your character isn't gimp I mean uh, making your own nemesis villain then shows up in the game to fight you. That's awesome, but, you know, if he only got to... 20 hours? Yeah, you know, a certain level with that character, he never got to see that in action. Uh, why did they bother with an auction house when they don't have the time to make it usable? Uh, it's That part's totally true. The, the economy in the game, you may as well just ignore it Yeah, at, at this point. I it, bet you that'll... 
That'll get fixed. After it's totally they... borked. You may as well not even bother with the auction house. And actually, you know, even with some of the changes that they made today, they've made basically the the money that you make is, uh, or the resources, I guess, is what they call the currency is, you know, pretty much insignificant. This is kind of on track with most auction houses in, mm-hmm. in initial launches. If If you think back to the original WoW launch... It was definitely the age of Conan launch where you couldn't even use the the auction house right. correctly. What war was m- messed up? Uh, another gripe. He says, "I can't make macros. This means telepoet can't spout battle poetry." And I kind of agree with that. You know, I'd like to be able to make some more advanced macros with my character as well. Yep. You know, I think that would be uh, you know pretty cool. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it'd be, it'd be cool just... to like be able to change. Costumes and you know all the stuff you were accustomed to a city of heroes would be, for the most part they've brought most of that forward. But that's those are a couple of things that would be nice to have. Um, here's a gripe. He says uh, the game doesn't need a punitive death penalty, which I didn't realize that there was a death penalty in all my hours of playing. He says that it starts out negligible, but it slowly becomes pretty significant. This is a mistake. The game is hard, complex, and twitchy. Success is its own reward here. I thought that the designers really got it until I died a few times at level 15 and realized I could no longer kill the quest boss because I'd gotten too weak. I had to go farm low-level minions until I got my power back. Or group. Fail. You could fucking group, dude. Sorry. Well, no, it's not even that. Um, He probably doesn't realize that there's an NPC vendor out there that he can spend a minute amount of resources on to well, apparently, regain those stars back. And, and, and he considers the stars a those stars horrible are, death Stars penalty. are technically an advantage, not a disadvantage. Right. So he's he negated his advantage by dying right. five times in a row, which, right. okay, dumbass group, sorry. Right, or, or try something different. Or, you know, it's not like the journal doesn't show the exact level of the quests or missions that you have, and you could kind of maybe progress through the ones that are equal or lower level to you. Not, mm-hmm. Nor is there exactly a, a mission button for your crime computer, right, so that you can click to get to get stuff that's, you know, going to work. So, <sighs> anyway. Right, and his, his final sentence is, is that, Champions better than City of Heroes? Yes, or at least it will be eventually. The question is, will anybody be left and, and, to see And it? that's like the kind of the unspoken assumption in this, is that this game is like... Yeah, it's steadily, like, oh my like, god. People are just, you know, leaving it in droves. Like, okay... And I'm not seeing that. I'm not for, seeing that either. In for fact, one thing, every time uh, I log in, I see more there's population. There's like a density. huge population... It's actually growing. Yeah. Uh, there's more instances than there probably needs to be, <laughs> in like, my opinion. I see several screens. Now, you and I, we and figured I, this I out. Hate after- that. And and that's a, that's a gripe that I have, is that I can't stand the fact that there's like 5 billion instances out Although there. Although we can click that box and not see that. Yeah, I know. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that there's no need for there to be like that many. They could actually add more people to the same instance, and it would be so much better. But that's... In the, in the last episode, if anyone remembers, Jason and I got a little bit angered at each other. 
because <laughs> because I'm, I'm fighting you. Because, I'm fighting you because um the, the the disparity of our experiences in this game. Then we realize that we play at exactly totally different times, opposite times, right? So I play typically from like 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on, you know, 10 till 2 a.m. And he plays during the day, and so we see totally we see totally different sides of this game as far as the population, not only the numbers but the makeup of the population. Right. I do not see droves of people people leaving. Just to be clear, I see it steadily growing at this point. No, I see it growing, and and like I said, I'd like I'd like to see them increase the cap on the per per instance. Per instance, I, I I'm with you. You know, at least, you know, because it's just, you know, right now, you know, yeah, you got all these instances, and it's great if you just want to but be in an open world with nobody there to here's help a, you. Or, here's a funny one, and it totally contradicts what he said, but maybe he plays at a different time. But I found myself actually, like, fantasizing about the problem in in Warhammer, which is when you try to do a public quest and you want to solo the quest. Because <laughs> I didn't want anyone to be there. And every time I try and do a public quest, there's like five or six people. Right. And I wanted to be the only guy because I wanted to get the thing. And I finally found one the other night that nobody was on. Mm-hmm. I was so excited and I started playing through it. And then all of a sudden, like all these people start showing up. And I'm like, God damn it. And then I didn't get the top... <laughs> You know, score and and all that. And I was just like, you know, and I'm I'm well, so is, like that. And that comes with the caveat that you have a character can, who can actually handle yeah. soloing through a public. Quest and I can, like that. you know, if, if it's a comparable level, I can. Right. I can solo even the the final monster, the final boss. I couldn't have soloed. I found out. Right. I, everything up to that, I was fine. But um. So, you know, this review, it seems like fairly... Oh, yeah, it it seems very negative. Well, no, it's not so much negative. It, it actually, there, he adds, like, a bunch of good points to it, and it's... It's somewhat it's not, condescending. It's not completely full of snark, but it is fairly condescending. Um, the comments totally justify his post in that almost all the comments are like, I left, I quit, I'm done, fuck this. I right. quit after three. I only needed three to five hours to decide that I could quit this game. Like, well, then, you know, you you really are stupid with your money, right? But, um, but and then, you know, this isn't a defense of Champions Online. I I totally know all of its problems. I've played it long enough now. You know, I've I've almost gone through my entire free month. But to Blameful Gecko's point, what other fucking game doesn't have problems right. at, at launch? I, I've been through the entire free month already. I, I know it's problems. A lot, a lot of his gripes are are totally valid. Sure. Um, um, at least in my mind that they are. Uh, but the problem that I have is, is that Eric Heinberg also happens to be the former senior systems designer for Star Trek Online when it was owned by Perpetual Entertainment. Okay. Uh, Perpetual Entertainment. They've released uh, nothing. Perpetual. Uh, Hmm, Perpetual. Yeah, we were talking Gods and Heroes. And where did the the Star Trek Online 
license end up with uh, one company? That, well, that started out with Perpetual Entertainment, and, and then, then it went, it to, went to Cryptic. Another. Yeah, so... And Cryptic is you know, the it's same... Not like, it's not like this guy has any... Any, any gripe, Gripe perhaps? or grudge to that. And what's his, not current, at all. what's his current employment status, then? Well, basically? it's hard to say. It looks like 2006 to present, he is designing and coding StarCrossed, which is a casual PC game published by iWin Games. Uh, what he's doing now, I don't know exactly. He hasn't updated his resume uh, recently. Um, he's also <laughs> the lead system designer for Ashram's Call 2 Legions, a uh, live team producer for Turbine Ember Entertainment when they were working on Ashram's Call 2 as well. And we all know what a monumental success Ashram's Call 2 was. Uh, so I have to sit there and think to myself, okay, this guy has not been on a team, on a successful MMO team, ever. No, no those those neither would be... So for him to, you know, call out another development team on some issues is, well, totally bogus as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, come on. You know, Ashram's Call 2. You know, and it's funny because he starts out this article. This article is hilarious. It starts out by uh, decrying, well, okay, uh, well... The reason why Ashton's Call 2 failed was because we had a chat system in place, and it we could you know Ashton's Call 2 could have become a very profitable MMO, but because the game's chat system broke for almost three months, and due to political concerns with our publisher, Turbine's engineers were not allowed to fix it. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. And okay, so if Microsoft, the game division, is so it's like retarded, anybody who anybody who was even creating a MMO back in that day would know that a a chat system was a integral part of an MMO. Communication is key. Yeah, but he, he kind of blames it on Microsoft's like the Microsoft game division's idiocy. Who, who developed Xbox Live, the most right. successful platform for console gaming right now? Right. Uh, and not that I'm a Microsoft lover. No, they've definitely pissed me off. In fact, I'm pretty cheesed out. I'm pretty cheesed off at them right now because I've had some big time Xbox Live issues recently, which I'm not going to get into right now. But it's but like a chat system. Uh, I don't. That the chat system's what brought Ashron's Call Two to its knees. He was like, and for the record, when we were finally in, allowed to fix it, Turbine rewrote the entire chat system in a few days because the chat systems are easy. And Microsoft's game engineers were dumb as dirt. I'm like, well, no, you shouldn't have... There shouldn't have been any... Dependency? Dependency to begin with. So, so I, because I have access to the show notes, I see that you have... You've come up with a few. Well, yeah, and it's like, well, okay, so Ashram's Call Two didn't have uh, a buggy, incomplete product. Oh, right. Which, I mean, does not even compare to what Champions Online 
has right now. Oh God, no. I, okay, so so I was a beta tester for Asheron's Call Two, and I had a mm-hmm. max level character in Asheron's Call Two. So I think I can say definitively that that thing was not that it was not quite ready to launch. It's not even close to what you're experiencing in Champions Online today. It had today, like three art going. assets for human arm for armor for for different tiers of armor. Three. You know, you're talking all. about class imbalances. They had a one class, the the human defender, if I recall, the, who it, our friend Donovan like loved because it was the most overpowered class of all time. That's how I got to max level. <laughs> I switched over from an enchanter to a defender. Right. It was very painful. Absolutely ridiculous. Couldn't be killed. You couldn't there you was could like not nothing it. to do with there was nothing to do to stop them. You could grind, like, impossible-to-kill mobs single-handedly. There was no content in that game past level 30. No, there were... There you were, could run the same dungeon There were like multiple times. Maybe ten repeatable dungeons. Yep. Ice Fire. Remember Ice Fire? Oh, yes. How I remember Ice Fire. <laughs> I ran it dozens of times. We, we all did. <laughs> Uh, I have it memorized. Stupid lame crafting system. I could go on and on. Um, The crafting system. And you know, and that's why Ashram's Call Two does not exist anymore. So, you know, you have to read this article, and and everybody's like, "Well, well, just read this article." You know, this guy's saying that Champions Online is like totally faulty and stuff. It's like, well, look, let's look who's writing this article, shall we? And then. A couple of other things that got to me. You know, come on. There's a little bit of conflict of interest there yeah, going it's on. Like, Especially when he came from Perpetual Entertainment, who had started to license. work on Star Trek Online and lost the license. And I'm just saying. The, the things that get me are the whole, you know, maybe if you could get 350,000 users and try to hold on to them. Yeah, and hold on to them. It's like, okay, we know that these guys had no illusions. They weren't trying to create a WoW killer for this game. They wanted 100,000 loyal subscribers is what they wanted. They've done the math for support for their live team. Everything is based around that number. 100,000 players, not fucking 11.5 million. You know, they weren't targeting WoW. You know, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not an expert at Champions Online. I don't know all the ins and outs of the system or how it works or how you can, can create the ultimate Uber character. Although I may you, have you accidentally, accidentally stumbled upon it, the, but the Trinity of, of um, the... you know, the thing is, is that there are quite a few ways that you can, you know, avoid options like that and. Cryptic has offered so many free respects already. There's like been three or four. Three or four. The only problem is they don't stack, so you can't storm up like you could with City of Heroes. Well, yeah, but there's a reason for that, too. It's like, oh, you know, we don't want you to just... And they've also increased the amount of drops. So right now, the money that I have on my main character is more than enough to pay for a... Yeah, they have just the economy. We're in what? So we're like, they've already fixed a lot of these issues. Are we in week, that, week three or that week Eric four? Eric has had a problem with. We're in week mm-hmm. three. I mean, they've been we're almost at a month. They've been adjusting. It's coming up. Everything. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to like say it's the greatest game of all time. I'm just saying this guy is. He has. He has a grudge. He's got an axe to grind, and, that, and that's what. And he's kind of talking out of his ass here. Exactly, and, that, and that's what kind of pissed me off about the whole thing when I when I started seeing this blog post linked and 
and it was showing up on Twitter, and I saw it. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. I, I can't. You know, I, I see where some of these points are going, and, and they're totally valid, but a lot of it is just complete bullshit. Yeah, I I agree. I I think I think it's just kind of sad. Well, anyway, that's all I got to say about the topic. Shall I dig into the resumes from his company at this point? No, let's would not that be, do that. Would that be too low? It would just be too low below. Well, <laughs> there you have it. Our blog of stereo. It's not really a full-fledged blog hysteria. It's more of just a... It's more of just one of those things that just made me go, It's a oh, blog in sheep's clothing. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it feels better. <laughs> it might. It just might. Anyway, we do appreciate you downloading our podcast today. Uh, we will be back next week with a full compliment. Noah will be here. Or for sure. At least we hope. I don't know. Unless they send them off to to somewhere else to go play a nice video game that we'll never get to see. Oh, I'm sure he will. Uh, anyway, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us at mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com and you can reach us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. It's true. We look forward to hearing from you and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.